0: Welcome to another episode of Systematic Geekology. This is a space where we seek to create and cultivate healthy conversations between those things we geek out on and the philosophical and theological questions that often arise out of our fandoms. Like what does it mean to be human? What makes a hero? What makes a villain? How do the stories and narratives we geek out on shape how we live in the world? We are your priest to the geeks. We aren't all ordained, but we see ourselves as mediators at the intersection of geek culture and going deeper in our faith. We don't always have to agree, but we do respect each other, and we see everyone as a beloved child of God. Everyone geeks out on something, so come geek out with us and enjoy the show.
1: You're listening to an Ana Al Ministries podcast.
2: Have you ever just wanted on a whim to get a wife and child and save the world? Have you ever had to lie about your whole identity? Do you want a telepathic daughter? We're going to talk about all of this here on Systematic Geekology. We are the priest to the geeks. I am joined with Christian Ashley and Keno Kennedy. How's it going, guys? uh, Well, it is. Oh, yeah. I I love this anime so much that we're going to be talking about. I am also your host, Elizabeth Pingaling and Clyde. So before we jump into if you guys haven't figured out what we're talking about with my very vague description, we're talking about Spy Family, the best family the ultimate family. The family built on lies and mistrust, and maybe a little bit of love. But before we jump in, what have you guys been geeking out on lately? Kino, what have you been geeking out on?
3: I happen to uh, find Hell's Paradise.
2: Oh, <gasps> that's a good one. Yeah,
3: and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm, this is another anime that I was like, I have to read the manga because I can't just be waiting to sort of drop some. Mm-hmm. This is another convert for me.
2: You have to let me know how the manga goes because I, I'm i patiently waiting for season two. Gosh, I'm so good. So I've been geeking out on The Rising of the Shield Hero. I think that's the proper name for it. It's been out for a little bit. It has three seasons. Um, and it's just kind of like an RPG, but like fantasy era, but not. It's real. I'll explain it more in the recommendation section. But it's consumed my life and I'm not mad about it. So going into the actual episode, Spy Family, this has a lot of like of emotionalness to me because I don't mean to brag, but I saw the real Lloyd Forger in real life because in Universal Studios Japan, I went on a secret spy mission where I had to go around the park and find out clues to get the secret word and to get a special show to see Anya and all of them. But fun fact, it was in Japanese, and I Googled it and cheated. So I just went to the actual. Um, I waited a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I waited a couple hours and then went to the thing and said the um, the code word. Which, if you guys ever go to Universal Studios Japan, it's it's peanuts. Just to let you know, it's the code word is peanuts. Because they said it was so hard to translate, and it's like almost impossible but gosh i wish i could have done the whole experience because they literally had like secret agents stashed around universal studios where you had to like go and get clues after clues but i'm a big fat liar and a big fat cheater she goes,
4: at least you admit it
2: i i do i do admit it Confession so, please, so. it does so guys what was your first experience with spy family
3: um i My son recommended this show to me. And I was like, ah, no, this ain't, this ain't. And he's like, watch it. And uh, surprisingly, this was a very good show. And and it really was touching um, how they actually came together and and bonded as a family, which was cute to me, um, which also speaks to my my whole thing about family
2: systems. Mm -hmm. What about Mm -hmm. you, Christian? What was your experience when you watched this?
4: Yeah, about a couple of years ago, when I was catching up on everything that was in Shonen Jump, I learned they also had the Jump Plus thing, which is additional manga that they publish. So I was doing that, saw Spy Family, fell in love immediately. And then when the anime came out, I was like, oh, even better. I get to see it actually in motion.
2: Oh, OK. So you had the manga before the anime. I
4: I am called up all the way to the current manga.
2: OK. OK. That's exciting. So in case you guys might have lived under a rock. Um, If you just thought we were going to be talking about like the spy kids, actual like where Juni, Cortez and stuff, we are not talking about them. We are talking about a different spy family. I would dare say a better spy family. I know. I know. Unpopular opinion. I just love this anime so much. So it takes place in a fictional world and it kind of makes you think of like the Cold War era. There's a war going on between these two um, countries. And so we have a spy named Twilight and he's the best of the best. He's pretty much James Bond. Like I would even say better because people don't even know his real, like I did. they know nothing about him except Twilight. He's the best. And so he gets an impossible mission to get close to um, this. I don't even think he's a military personnel. Is he a politician? The person, the target remind
4: mm-hmm. me. It was the former prime minister? I think.
2: Okay, yeah, it's so a politician. So he, yeah, former prime minister. But this dude only shows up to like a couple of events a year, and it just so happens to be for like his kid's school. Well, Twilight being his single self, he's the best po- spy solo. But now he has to undertake his hardest mission yet, which is to go get a kid not only a kid he has to go get a whole wife because back it's kind of taken place in that like time and age where it's not acceptable or respectable to have like a kid without a mom you know he's trying to make this perfect family image so um do you guys remember a little bit about like tell us tell me about anya and his wife that's the daughter and his wife yor what are your thoughts on them
4: yes so he goes off to find uh you know the perfect daughter to for the scenario. And Anya, who is about two years younger than what he suspects, can read other people's minds. So the crossword puzzles that he gives to like see who's the smartest kid here, she knows the answers because she, he knows the answers. So making her think she's actually smart, when she's actually about as dumb as bricks.
2: Oh my gosh. But so she's dumb. working on it. She's so cute though. Yes, she is.
4: Yes. Uh, then we have your who becomes the eventual wife like she is working as an assassin to keep peace within the nation like killing off the riffraff um and she is at that age the older you get the more suspicious is why aren't you married what's wrong with you like we should probably look into your life so in, in order to do that she does agree to become lloyd's wife you know nothing at this point in time nothing actually romantic about it but right. that's moving as So i mean
2: their own lloyd and you are they're on the same team technically fighting for the same country. They're just in different organization, right? So you're like cleaning up the underground kind of and Twilight is helping like the government. Uh, yeah, Uh I've always been confused.
4: Yeah. L- Lloyd is like working for the opposing country. He's from the opposing country. They had its war back a while ago. Okay, There's this Cold War between them now. And he's making sure that peace remains in this country. That's why he wants to go to the Desmonds to, you know, get closer to him so that war doesn't break out because uh, the head desk we can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he could easily uh, ranch it up again, ratchet it up again. Mm,
2: okay. So they're still protecting peace with the same thing. Got it. So Kino, I wanted to, I was excited that Kino got asked to um, join me. So tell us, Keno, about this idea of having the facade of a perfect family, like perfect wife, perfect kids, kind of like wanting to be impressive, but also under the radar. Have you ever felt that pressure from society?
3: You asked the wrong one, because I, I am who I am, and I don't care about how people think about me. Um, but my wife on the other hand is more concerned about appearances and things of that nature. Um, but to the dynamics with her and myself, because I am abrasive and, mm-hmm. uh, tell it like it is. And my wife is uber sensitive. Um, so I have to learn to navigate my, let me say not navigate, but tell back my abrasiveness and become a little more soft around the edges. That's, that's only, uh, we've been married, uh, it'll be 18 years in August. or is it I think it's 19 years in August. Um, and it's maybe the last three years that my, my, Rough edges starting to get smoothed out, uh, starting to pay attention. I think. But but the whole the whole thing is you have to keep the integrity of the relationship going while also working on your quote unquote mission, which is just to better yourself. But it's it's a dance that you have to navigate, especially when you have kids involved, because the kids are they're seven tools in your relationship. Just let's just be real, kids will mess up your relationship, um, and. And it's not intentional, but that's just how they are because they're always needing something from you anyway. Uh, just like Anya, who wants these two to really be together, um, even though she knows she know both their secrets. Um, and, and it's just a desire for just to be a cohesion. Um, it's, it's 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 a lot of work. It's a lot of work, uh, especially now because my sons are teenagers and they're at this age where they can, Talk back and cohesion and argue with you and type things, but and they have
2: logical like arguments. Like I find that with some of my students at school, they they make solid points, and I'm like, they do. They Gosh, do. you are almost mm-hmm. right, but I'm not going to admit it, and I'm just going to pull the power cord right now like, <laughs> I'm sit down.
3: Yeah. So so and and then the other thing is that we we've become more um, open to listening to our sons' criticism of us. Um, because we don't know it all uh, we don't have all the answers and so a lot of times when if there's any issues or conflicts or like something with their grades or schooling we'll bring them in and ask them whats what what do they suggest because again, I'm abrasive so my whole my whole thought process is I'm taking everything out of the room taking your phone taking your your gaming system none of that stuff like, you know my wife like no give them a chance and so that's funny that's a balance we have this is really is a balance though
2: Christian, if you had to, like, since you're single and you found a mission, you're like, you have to marry this person. Like, how would you even go about accomplishing this mission of trying to form these ties?
4: The world is doomed. Like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, the world's going to die. You better hope everything's right with Jesus because nuclear explosions happening tomorrow. Right.
2: It's like, no, we're going to, we already, we failed this mission.
4: Yep. It's like, I mean, it would be an act of God for that to work. With me as your main protag.
2: Well, and I just think because I can't, you I'm similar to you. I can't fake things, you know. If I am not into a conversation, I mean, y'all have seen my faces on a lot of these recordings, and if when I'm zoned out, I'm zoned out, you know, <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm unapologetic. So just to think, you know, yes, he's a spy, but he's so used to doing everything on his own, and I feel like we can associate that with a lot of things that we do, like I like in group projects in school, like, no, let me do it. Let me rise and follow myself. But with Twilight, he can do everything right, but that doesn't matter because he has the ticking time bond of Anya, who, as Christian said, is dumb as rocks. And you have the ditzy yours. She's like a master assassin, but she's so ditzy and she can't cook and it's it's hilarious watching the show. It makes me laugh so much. Have you guys seen season two, any? Yes. No, I Okay, I've only seen a little bit. I feel like, do you feel season two kind of went a little downhill, Christian? Uh, it finally
4: gave us some your episodes, which is something it re- was really lacking in. So I appreciate that. But yeah, at, at this point in time, when I was reading the manga, I was a little more down on it than usual but it has since raised yeah, up the stakes it's, it's pretty well great
2: i think they changed the voice actors that's what my husband said i even got my husband to watch this anime and so if i can get my i think this is another reason why i love it we actually um when we were chilling in japan since we were doing universal studio and this was one of the highlights i wanted to do of the whole trip you know be a cheat and steal the secret code which is kind of like a spy if you think He's about it Yeah, I'm just practicing. So I made him watch the anime in our downtime since we were so jet lagged. We'd wake up at like 4 a.m. and I'm like, yeah, watch this, watch this, watch this. So my husband actually watched it with me, which was very sweet. But he noticed the voice actors, I guess, changed in the second season. Do you know anything about that, Christian? Because I'm half deaf, so I can't hear.
4: Yeah, I have not paid attention to that. I'm like the least observant person in the world.
2: Okay, but.
4: It would have to be really jarring for me to notice.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel like the second season, and let me know if the manga is like this. It it went more to the humor side than the mission side. Would you agree? Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: I would agree to that. Like, it, but that's also something that when they get to season three, there's going to be some more, you know, like how what uh, Lloyd's backstory is and how that fits into the mission and stuff like that. So there's a lot I'm looking forward to.
2: Right, um, Kino, if you had a daughter, since. Um, you're the only one who can keep children alive that we know of in this group. <laughs> um, I've, I've never tried it, so I don't know. Like in my experience with my plants, they all die. So my, my since, off of it. So if you ended up adopting a daughter like Anya, what what do you think your reaction would be? Because you already you don't care about picture perfect, so you don't care about the mission. But just Anya's personality, like she's so crazy, but so cute.
3: Yes. So so that's where I would fail in the cuteness of it all, Um, uh, because even like I don't have daughters, but I have nieces and I have homeboys who have daughters and I know how I would be with a daughter. I, I my wife would kill me because I would give her anything she wants.
2: Oh, you already know. Oh, yeah.
3: O- automatic. 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 Because I'm I'm a total antithesis when my boys. I'm like, nah, y'all, y'all ain't getting anything. You don't need anything. You can cook for yourself clean for yourself. I'm not fixing no food. You can fend for yourself. Now, my daughter on the hand, even if she was 25, came home and said, Dad, can you make me something I'll get up and do it even if I'm tired?
2: I Dang. You know. he, his imaginary daughter has him wrapped around his finger. Already? Dang. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. And it's crazy because we see Twilight. He starts picking up that and he starts getting wrapped around like Anya's um, finger and even Yura, because he starts having that desire of wanting to be a good husband. And it starts off as like, we need to put a good facade in for the family. But then you kind of see that character growth of like, he actually wants to make Yura and Anya happy. So I, I ship them, obviously. Which,
3: which, which will happen as you progress in your relationships, even if it's a fake, fake relationship. Feelings will occur. Feelings you will att- you will uh, eventually get feelings. Even if you had a baby and you are like, I don't know what to do with this baby, but you look at the baby like, oh my gosh, this baby's so cute, I love it forever.
5: Hi. My name is TJ Blackwell, also known as T Tiberius Juan, T Jackson, uh, Kung Fu Dugong recently. I go by many, many names. And I, I came here today to ask you to please check out our YouTube channel. Uh, there are a bunch of exclusive series there, like Catch Catchup. Manga mustard drinks with teegis, which is my personal favorite—the one where I get to talk to other people about their favorite drinks or just drinks in general. Uh, we have a companion series to our annual theme on YouTube: we do Friday Night Frights and Wednesday Night Weaboo. Those are both ran by Christian Ashley. He's great. Check him out. Uh, there are exclusive shorts, which are pretty new. Uh, Christian reviews—he's going to review every Spider-Man comic one at a time, which is insane. Uh, non-canon, which is where Joshua will be reviewing one IP from outside of canon and his favorite fandoms, or a piece of literature that is part of the biblical extra canonical material, which is a super interesting short series. Uh, Will's Wednesday pull list, where he talks about his comic book pull list each week. He picks a top comic for his weeklies. And there are other surprise bonus content. It goes straight to YouTube and many of our regular podcast episodes get posted there as well because, you know, we like to see each other when we talk and we don't want to rob you of that ability. Uh, So check us out. Like, subscribe. We would appreciate it so much and it helps us a ton. Thank you.
2: Right. I mean, look at arranged marriages, arranged marriages, you know, not like from last time I looked like their statistics was way less divorce rates than what we choose. (sighs) When we choose our own partners, just because usually the parents have your best interests in, um, in mind, you know, values aligned. But really, any relationship is a choice of if you want to work on it or not.
3: Yes. And the, and the fact is that that these two, even though it's a mission, are also working on that relationship. They actually spend time together. They go shopping, they cook and all the other stuff. Like those things, actually, the little things actually build up over time. That makes you, makes you want to be more connected.
2: Mm-hmm. I what? See. How do you think the anime would go, um, Christian, if people, if they were honest up front, if there was no secrets, if Anya was like, "I can actually read minds"?
4: Oh, it would raise a lot of questions for Lloyd. He's already super paranoid, and he knows his wife is an assassin working with that country. Uh, his daughter is a telepath, so she knows how, how much. How many of his secrets does she know? Like that would tear the family apart if he doesn't have the relationship. That he does with them now. I think eventually he's going to reach the point that these things are going to come to light. Everyone's going to find out who the others are, but they're going to stick together. Maybe there'll be a trial period where they split up for a bit, but that's when they'll actually come as a team and be a real family. Is because they spend all that time working to
3: become a family.
2: Mm-hmm. What do you think, Kino? Do you think uh, do you think the same as Christian? They'll fall apart and come back together?
3: No, no, they would. They would. They would not come back together. Only because the the secrets and the embarrassment and the shame tied to it will prevent them from coming back together. Like literally, mm-hmm. that's that's normally what happens with secrets anyway. They stop us from building connection, and the only way that it could the only way they could be reconciled if everyone had desire to continue on. But in you find out somebody knows your secrets, you're like, we ain't talking no because you can't hold nothing no water. I don't trust you. I don't. I don't once trust is gone, then that's, 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 it's hard to build it back up. It it can, it can happen, but it's hard to build it back up.
2: So yeah. I, I remember this is like, just my trust wasn't really broken, but I remembered, um, my husband and I, this was before we even got engaged, but we were dating like four years. And then I found out like, he called on his like graduate, he was about to graduate high school. And there was like someone, I guess he had like, like he, he always wondered like, what if, you know? You know, because when you date someone, you, you kind of like, you're like, oh, I wonder what my relationship like would be with this person if I wasn't dating. And so then I found out he like gave her a phone call. It was like, <laughs> like, is anything like, would anything would have happened? And I just remembered feeling so betrayed over a phone call. You know, like I questioned everything. I'm like, do you even like me? Granted, this was probably 19 year old Liz. So way way um down the road and then we ended up getting married two years later but i just remember like that feeling of betrayal so then you take that feeling times to the umpteenth power but then i wonder how it would feel because everyone's betraying each other so it's not like one person's innocent and one person's they're all guilty of a secret
3: correct and Um, it's
2: going to come out we just don't know when yes
3: um but but the the fallacy is that your 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 betrayal is also amplified by the lies you tell yourself Interesting so, so 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 uh, what i'm what i'm getting at is like you know how people think think bad things happen and then bad things eventually happen like mm-hmm. what you're re- really doing is you're just looking for the bad things and you're ignoring the good things so True. and that's what really happens so when you're when you're when there's betrayal and trust that's involved i i know some folks who are going through issues and cheating and things like that and and all they all they're focusing on is the negative stuff ignoring everything else is good but i'm not saying you can't focus on that but it's also amplified by how you feel about it
2: dang yeah that's a good point it's you you always find what you're looking for and so just me personally i've i've been like kind of in a depressive state like this past week, just a lot of things have been going wrong. And so I keep on finding wrong things. And so the other, um, it was like last night and this morning, my husband's like, nope, we're playing worship music. He's been putting on like these, like, you know, preaching on the TV in the background and stuff just to like refocus my mind. He's like, no, you're looking at the wrong things. You need to focus this and this. And then I do feel better today, but it's because my focus is now more positive and edifying things. Yeah, that's how
3: it works. Oh. Christ-
2: Christian. Yes. If you had a daughter like Anya, would you also be wrapped around her finger?
4: I have had the immense blessing, you know, working with my mom. My mom has watched a bunch of other kids at our house since I've been little. So I grew up with a lot of extra brothers and sisters. And most of the time I tend to gravitate towards the girls. And whenever they ask me something, it's the same thing as Kino. It's like the boys, I'll be a little nicer than Kino. I (laughs) may give them something, but the girls, it's no question. It's like, whatever you want, you're the most sweet thing in the world. I'm going to look after you. You're my number one. That's like, my niece right now. I couldn't imagine the first time she ever asked me to do something and I ever say no to her and I break her heart. I can't do that to her, even though I know it's probably better for her to say that. It's going to hurt me.
2: Dang. That's interesting. Okay, so I'm just preparing now. If I have a daughter, I'm going to lose my husband, which, is, I, which I'm perfectly okay just, with perfectly okay with. But I mean, we haven't talked about the most important character yet in this anime. It's Bond. Bond came in season one, right? Um, I think so. I'm pretty sure he came in season one. If he did,
4: it was the tail end.
2: Yeah, he came near the tail end. And guys, for those who do not know, Bond is the fluffy white dog who just happens to be able to see glimpses into the future. I mean, what a great time. And then Anna can kind of read Bond's mind so she can actually see a little bit into the future now. And it's just like, what more do you add to this crazy family? But, uh, I, I guess it's not psychic, but like seeing to the future dog.
4: A prophetic dog.
2: Yeah. Pro- there we go. A prophetic <laughs> dog. And he's so big and fluffy. And if I get another dog, I'm gonna name him bond. It's after, um, bondsman, which is Anya's favorite TV show. Uh, so she's like loving, she's like, she feels like her whole life is a movie. And I we haven't really gotten into Anya's like tragic backstory of like how she became um, a psychic and stuff like that, but it's been like alluded and I just know it's going to break everyone's heart because Anya is like the sweetest little girl ever who just wants a family. And I feel like if anyone's listening to this episode, we should think about adopting all the little girls for Anya sake no not really i mean if that's your call you know maybe that's your sign of if you were thinking about adopting but it's always been mine and my husband's heart to adopt one day and so here's to me hoping to get a little telepathic on you <laughs> it, it could happen right you don't want
3: that you don't, I want, don't the, want that you don't want her knowing your thoughts that's that's right yeah because i, I, mean, I don't want to kill mine okay? are
2: you saying parents uh, can lie to their kids kino you would all, never all time no. Long time,
3: long time. no, I'm just playing. I don't, I don't, I don't lie, I don't lie to my I I, I, Funny enough, and, I, and please forgive me if I offend anyone, but I, I've always told my kids the truth about Christmas. Christmas so that they, they, they never knew that they. i always told them it was me and my their mother buying gifts. There was, there's no Santa Claus, and okay, but, that's I had, a
5: preference. but I had to
3: tell them, don't tell your friends that though, because right. we don't want you to, you know, hurt anybody else's feelings. Yeah,
2: makes yeah. sense. Yeah, Make, well, guys. But,
3: but it's, it, let me say this though, mm-hmm. it's, it's a delicate balance being a parent um, only because you're trying to protect your child from the quote unquote bad world, but mm-hmm. also the issue is that you have to allow them to experience certain things. So i give you a great example. Like my son uh, got a notice that he was about to get kicked out of his program because he was failing. Okay. And uh, that, funny, interesting enough, we had a conversation the week prior to saying that he was like, he wanted to get out of it. He wanted to quit. And lo and behold, when the teacher tells him, hey, you about to get kicked out, he's like, I want to stay. I want to do everything I want to do. That's, that's fine. Do it. Um, because I'm not going to do your work for you. I got my own stuff to do.
2: Yeah, makes sense. I mean, you definitely want to not handicap the kids, but set them a up. Lot, more...
3: a, lot of, a lot of parents do because they don't want their kids to experience anything bad. But that's yeah. that's how they grow
2: and being teaching high school right now you can tell the kids who's been in a bubble or the parents handled everything for them versus the kids who fell flat on their face and they had to figure it out like yeah. it's it's a world of difference
4: it's so easy
2: and so i'm just so curious how like twilight he's read all the parenting books and i'm <laughs> sure as Kino, you can attest you cannot put parenting in a book at all
3: no no because every child is different um and mm-hmm. Uh what, what I've learned, I can't remember who told me this, but uh, maybe I read the book, but, but the parent that you had is not the same parent that your siblings
2: had. Oh, that's a good point because you grow and develop with each kid.
3: You do. And and the circumstances and situations are different. Um, like my youngest son, he's a genius, but I'll never tell him that. I would never. I'm going to send this
2: episode. I'm going to send it.
3: That's fine. That's fine, and I'll deny everything. <laughs> but 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 he's actually he's actually he's actually a genius. But but I'll never tell him that because he'll use that over his brother.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Which, which 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 he has done on inadvertently. But but then with my my oldest, I have to uh, I have to affirm him as the oldest because he just he just don't feel like he can do certain things. But I'm like, you can do whatever you want to do. You just gotta believe what you is p- possible, but but again, it's those dynamics of knowing that you have a smart child and knowing you have a child who is having uh, um, self esteem issues, and how do you how do you parent them different in different facets, but also keep them together in the same household?
2: Wow. Christian, I feel like we're learning so much. Write this down. Right? Yeah,
4: down. <laughs> learn from the master,
2: right? Honestly, though, but
4: could
2: faster. you imagine like? On top of your family having to keep the secret as a spy from your wife and kids, and I, I feel like Lloyd is going to have like some kind of mental breakdown the road. And you're you're if you haven't watched season two, I'm not really spoiling anything, but she's fine. already having kind of like a like a like a torn between wanting to like be an assassin and wanting to be a mom and like a wife and stuff like that. So she was already seeing her like conflict within like the two worlds she's living in. But, so, but
3: but funny enough, it, the, I'm sorry, sorry Christian, but okay. here's, here's here's a jewel. You don't have to you don't have to fight, you don't have to stop being who you are. You just got to find time to do those things. Just that's, find, that's the, find that's, time that's, there. That's, that's really what it is. Because even though even though I'm a dad to my kids, I listen. I love to play. Um, I'm playing Red Dead again. Red Dead Redemption Two. I'm playing it all over again. Um, I love anime. I, I I read the Bible. I preach. I'm pastoring. I, I'm working, I am in school, all of these things, but it's how you manage yourself. But the problem that we have is we're trying to be everything to everybody and not to ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm. That's good. All right. So I'll be an assassin by day, mom by night. There you go. Done. Yeah. I I believe me. I believe go. in me. You can
3: do
2: it. So Christian, um Kina, do you guys have anything else to say about the anime before we wrap up and start about our recommendations?
3: I don't I don't have anything else. This is this is a good again, again, this is a Interesting show to watch, especially if you look at the family dynamics and how they are working to build together, but also do their own individual things outside of the family, which which a lot of people have struggled struggled in doing because a lot of folks feel like their whole identity is wrapped up in their kids, but it's 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 not. You still you still a person. Still have still who you were, and once the kids are gone, then what happens? Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do in my life, I'll be, I'll be happy when they leave, you
2: know hear I me? Mean? That's so funny. I'm gonna I mean, send this to your kids.
3: That's fine, and I've told them anyway, okay? I've told them, I can't wait till y'all get out, okay?
4: So fun. I did remember something. Okay. Uh, in regards to Lloyd breaking, I think there are two times you're gonna be very happy. One is because of a loss, one is because of win and a loss. <laughs> And his reactions are pretty well worth it seeing that. I might read the manga now. I might
2: read the manga now and catch Mm -hmm. up so we can geek out on manga mustard down the road, Christian. So I think I'm going to start that.
4: Um, If you want some humor, spy fiction that doesn't take itself too seriously, may not be the most safe for work thing in the world, check out Danger 5. It's an Australian production of, you know, what if, you know... Uh, World War Two continued into the sixties. It's a spoof of the spy genre. It's a ton of fun.
2: Interesting. It's like
4: only so many episodes. It's it's so dumb, but I love it.
2: We hey, you need the dumb stuff just to give yourself a mental break. That's what I'm finding. Yep. What what about you, Kino? What do you recommend? I'm gonna to recommend you? something
3: my niece told turned me on to, which is uh, Snow White with Snow White with the red hair. Which is oh,
2: cool. that's a rom com. Yes, it is.
3: It, it, and I was surprised. i like, oh, this is this is cute. I like this. So, so yeah, I I I am. I've been turned on to this to this rom com, and I'm I'm excited to try to finish.
2: Okay, very cool. And I I mentioned it with my geeking out. So I just have to since I literally watched. I was like a little depressed this weekend. um. So I literally watched a whole season in a day. So it'd just be like that sometimes, you know? Uh, so The Rising of the Shield Hero, it's pretty much, it feels like a RP, like a role-playing um, anime, but the guy gets taken from his modern day world in Japan and he goes into, he's pretty much summoned to be a hero and he finds out the world he's in is very much like a game, but it's not a game. It's actual people's <laughs> lives. And so he, of course, has four there's four heroes: the um, the spear hero, the sword, I've the archer, and the shield. Have you? Okay, don't tell me crap. Don't tell me anything. I, oh, it's the an older one. I'm I will keep, jumping on. I will keep
4: my opinions to myself because I'm sure I would break your heart. I
2: I have a feeling. I just I have a feeling it's going to be like Sword Art Online, and it's going. I'm not even looking at the screen right now, but I have a feeling it's going <laughs> to break my heart with how it goes because I'm in season two, and as I already see it going a little like down, and but yeah. Down, she says, but I'm, just, I'm not looking at the screen. I'm not looking at the screen, but the rising of the shield hero, I'm liking it so far because I like that the guy, you know, I love a good underdog, and this guy was summoned as the shield hero, which everyone hated, and they framed him and they like, you know, bashed him. But now, guess who's the best? I'm not, I'm still not looking at the screen. Uh- <laughs>
4: I have many criticisms for that, some of which were some inspirations for my fourth novel. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe
2: um, when Joshua hears this, we might have to do once I'm done. Okay. Tell me this: is it all is the anime all completed, or are we waiting for season four?
4: No, there's still plenty of volumes to be released. It has been announced season four is coming.
2: Okay. Well, at least it's coming. I would say I hate when that happens. Whenever you like binge three seasons in like two weeks, and then you just have to wait two years for season four. Yeah. It's fine. But that's what I'm geeking out on. Um, I guess maybe do a little bit of research before you take my recommendation. Maybe um, private message Christian or Kino and they can tell you a little bit more Girl, about it.
4: Like what you like. Yeah. I just have criticisms. That's, a lot of criticisms.
2: That's funny. I can't wait to hear them once I'm called up. So we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll all three reconvene after this. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this, make sure you rate and review on the Chaser, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whichever platform you listen to your podcast um thank you again for our patreons we love you we appreciate your support there will be a bonus question that i'm not going to think of right now for you in two seconds but there will be a bonus question after this just as a special thanks and continue to hang out with us um make sure uh you join our discord if you haven't already continue the conversation with christian kino and i about how shield hero is going once again guys thank you again for listening remember we are all a chosen people a geekdom a priest
0: hello friends are you enjoying what you're hearing From Systematic Ecology today, your earbuds or whether it's on YouTube, whether you're in traffic or whether you're at work. Well, there's another way that you can stay engaged with us at Systematic Ecology. And that's on our Instagram account. Yes, hop over to Instagram, follow. uh, We'll follow back, we promise. Uh, We post lots of fun stuff over there, whether they're um, updates on new podcasts that are coming out or getting ready to come out or whether they're memes or we're sharing what other of our friends are up to out in the world. Sometimes we go live at events, whether we're at a Comic-Con or whether we are just hanging out with friends on the back porch, grilling out. You can follow us there. We um, also have videos and reels, like what's in Will's pullbox box from his local comic book store. He shares what he's reading and the world of comics. And then Christian is going to do some reviews of Spider-Man comics called Spidey Swing buys That's going to be fun. And then there's non-canon stuff. Non-canon? What? Yeah, Joshua's going to be reviewing one intellectual property from outside of the canon of his favorite fandoms or a piece of literature that's a part of the biblical, extra-canonical material. Man! That sounds like fun. But yeah, Instagram uh, is is one of my favorite uh, social media outlets and I love to engage with friends and family over there. And so we hope that you can engage with us there.
1: Be sure to check out other Anazal Ministry Podcast AMP Network shows. You can see the whole network in a single feed if you're on Spotify, or you could go to Apple Podcasts and find the Anazal Ministries Network Podcast, the AMP Network Network. Yeah, there's just a network on Apple. You can follow the whole thing. You'll get shows like the homily where Pastor Will goes through his homily messages. It's literally just Pastor Will sermons, guys. It's great. You also get access to the whole church podcast where TJ and myself interview leaders from across different denominations and backgrounds to work towards a more full church unity. You can see My Seminary Life where Brandon Knight discusses his experiences at seminary and then discusses seminary topics so anyone can have access to knowledge available to seminary students. You also can see let nothing move you over there where Christian Ashley goes through the Bible in a Bible study type fashion and explains the whole biblical narrative. I also have a show on there, the dummy for theology, where we discuss various theological topics in an attempt to show every side of the discussions, leaving you with more questions than answers. There's also the Bible after hours where the foul mouth preacher goes through the Bible from a more progressive view to challenge the status quo of the modern church. Finally, the, You can hear The Clydes, where Taylor and Elizabeth Clyde go through weekly discussions in a devotional conversational style method to help us all get closer to one another and to God.